Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Welcome to another solo episode of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm your host, Tori Mystic, and in today's episode, I am going to be sharing my best advice around batching content for your pet business. If you are creating blog posts, reels, Instagram posts, Pinterest pins, podcast episodes, or anything else to market your business on a regular basis, then you know how time-consuming that can be. Batching your content by doing similar tasks at the same time can make all of that content creation so much more efficient. I also think that it can help you be more creative and inspired. So are you ready to hear my best content batching advice? Let's get into this episode, but first I want to make sure that you are on my email list so you can be the first to hear about new episodes and exclusive offers. Getting on the list is easy. Just go to wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast, and you'll see a few places to join. I email subscribers every Wednesday with my favorite takeaways from each episode and links to any bonuses that my guests or myself mention on the show. Okay, now let's talk about content batching. First, I want to thank a few members of the Wear Wag Repeat Labs Facebook group. I put out a post earlier this week asking what you guys wanted to hear about, and I got a few kind of repeat slash overlapping suggestions. So a big thank you to Kareen Beasley and Jen Ferrer. Thank you guys for the inspiration for today's episode about content batching. So what exactly is content batching. Basically, it is a productivity technique where you do similar tasks in batches together. Okay, but is how is this really going to save you time? You might be asking yourself, you're still going to have to do all the things, right? Well, way back in 1913, a guy that you might have heard of named Henry Ford implemented a moving assembly line at his factories. They were able to cut the time it took to assemble a single car from 12 hours to 90 minutes by breaking down the assembly of the Model T into 84 distinct steps. Now, I know that you're probably not manufacturing something at that scale, but even in our types of pet businesses, no matter what you're doing, you can implement this concept. So basically, it means that for any given thing that you want to create, you break it down into individual steps. Once you know what individual steps you are repeating each time, you can batch those together. So I'm going to share with you two examples, and then I'll share a few tips that I have to make this a smooth process. And finally, towards the end of the episode today, I will share some of my favorite tools that will help you with all of this batching. 
And of course, you know, if you've been listening to this show for a while, that all of those tools are, of course, in the Wear, Wag, Repeat resource guide. And you can always go to wearwagrepeat.com slash guide, and you'll get this huge Google spreadsheet that I have with over 150 different apps and tools and books and even like the best treats to get the best photo of your dog. <laughs> um, so everything, everything that you need is in there, including the things that I'll be mentioning later. So, okay, let's get into some examples because there's really nothing quite like telling you exactly what I am talking about. So the first example I want to share is about writing blog posts. The second example will be about reels. Uh, A lot of people in the Facebook group were asking me how I get the ideas for my reels. And so I'll kind of tell you a little bit about that and the process that I do to batch out that content creation. But first, let's talk about blog posts. So if you're not already writing blog posts, what are you waiting for? (laughs) You know I'm going to tell you that you should be writing blog posts because, well, it's going to give you a lot of things to pin about. It's going to help you get discovered on Google. I, I think everyone should have some kind of a blog. So here's how I batch out my blog posts. Because a blog post, you know, I think people who don't blog, they have no idea how much time it takes to do all of these things. Like we're doing a lot of work to publish a blog post. So here are the eight individual steps that I could identify when I'm writing my blog post. So I do each of these eight separate things again and again and again for every single blog post. But I found that by by batching them together, I can get so much more done. I'm so much more creative. I kind of just like get in the flow of that individual task instead of if I were to do all of these things in order, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight for each blog post and then go back the next day and do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I would just, I would never get anything done or my days would be 32 hours long. (laughs) So, So here are the eight tasks that I would do for a blog post. One, keyword research. Two, writing really good headlines. Three, writing the actual text of the blog post. So this might vary from 600 words to 2,000 words. Uh, The next thing I do is I add product or affiliate links throughout the body of the blog post. The next step is taking photos. That's optional. Uh, Maybe you're not taking photos. But the next one would be editing photos or graphics. So no matter what, you're definitely going to have some kind of image or graphic. The next thing I do is share the post on social media, including Pinterest, And then finally, the last thing is emailing my list about my wonderful new blog post. So to break this down for you, the first step, keyword research. I would use a tool such as um, key search or answer the public or polling my audience or maybe, you know, once a year I do a big survey of my audience and I'll go and look at all this data and figure out what would be some good keywords that I want to talk about or what are some good topics that everyone's been asking me about. And I have a big spreadsheet where I keep track of this. So uh, I might brainstorm a bunch of just general topics, and then I'll go in and do the actual keyword research using something like key search or Uber suggests or something like that. And I'll figure out which keywords are actually getting traffic, which ones are people actually searching for, because I don't really want to waste my time writing a blog post on something that no one's searching for. (laughs) 
Um, it can be good to get really niche, but you don't want to get so niche that no one's looking for it. So I'll do all my keyword research and I, I might do this for 10 or 12 or 20 blog posts at one time. So it'll be like a whole afternoon or, or a couple of hours set aside where I will do all of this keyword research and I'll put this all on my spreadsheet and I'll brainstorm the topics and I'll do the research about the keywords and figure out which ones are good, tar- good to target and which ones my audience are interested in and all of that. And I'll do that one day and then I'll, I'll be done with that for the day. Then another step that I might do the next day or a couple hours later or something like that is work on writing good headlines for each of those blog posts. So I don't actually have to have the whole blog post written in order to do this. Um, I can actually just base it off of the keywords and kind of what people are asking. Um, So in this spreadsheet, then I'll work on writing all of my really good headlines. Then comes probably the biggest chunk of time, which is writing the actual text of the blog post. So I find that if I've already done the re- done the keyword research and I've already figured out a good headline and I already kind of know like the general topic of the blog post, I can go into WordPress or if you want to write your blog posts um, in Google Docs or wherever you want to do it, you can just kind of go in there and and put those keywords in as kind of like headings and categories um, within your post. And that just it really helps kind of get the juices flowing and gets me creative and gets the words coming out on the page um, by kind of breaking it down into an outline like that. I can just kind of fill it in. So I might spend a day, um, in, in one day, I could probably write two or three good blog posts in this content batching technique. Now, if I wanted to do a whole blog post from start to finish, all eight of these steps, it would take me several days to do all of all eight of these things. But if I kind of break it down, you know, one one side of your brain is doing this keyword research and headline research. Another side of your brain, the more creative side, is doing the actual writing and speaking from your own experience and and just kind of letting it letting it flow. Um, there's a really great book. I had my friend Carol Bryant on the podcast a while ago. She co-wrote a book called um, Pet Blogging for Love and Money. And I would highly, highly recommend it if you are if you're having trouble with blogging or you just want to grow your blog. And she shared with me some really great writing advice that you should um spend some time, spend a certain chunk of time writing and then spend a separate chunk of time editing. So I actually probably should have added editing as a ninth step in this process. Um, but if I if I just kind of write and write and write, do almost like stream of consciousness writing in my blog posts, I find that, you know, stories that are in the back of my mind kind of come out and uh, I start just kind of researching facts and figures and then expounding upon them. And then you can go back and edit it later. Uh, and of course, when you're doing the editing, that's usually when I'll, you know, make sure that my keyword isn't enough places, that I have enough synonyms for my keyword in different places, um, and then it's all optimized for search engines. 
So that would be one chunk. Um, then kind of after I've done the editing, I'll go in usually and add the product and affiliate links. Um, I'm really trying to prioritize affiliate marketing and affiliate income in my business. And that's actually going to be the focus in August in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but that's kind of its own kind of skill set and project. Um, you know, having Amazon open or reward style or commission junction or share a sale or whatever kind of affiliate network I'm using, um, I don't I don't want to do that. If, if I tried to do that as I was writing, I, I would ruin the flow of my writing. It would take me so long to do everything. So I do that as a whole separate step. And then taking photos, usually um, I'll, I'll set aside some kind of time if I'm taking photos of the dogs or if I'm going to be in the photos. Um, we'll do those all at one chunk for several different things. So this is why it's also really helpful to plan out your topics in advance, um, because if you do your topic research in advance for like a month or two, you can go take your take all of those photos for that and have them ready to go. Um, if I, you know, did all of these things individually, I can't tell you how long it would take. So uh, I would have my photos usually already prepped for each blog post. And then a whole other step is editing those photos uh, and graphics. So I usually use Photoshop to edit my photos, to make them look good, to get them to the right size, all of that kind of stuff. And then I'll usually use Canva to create all of my Pinterest graphics. And um, the Pinterest graphic will then usually double as an email graphic as well. So I'll do kind of all of that at one time. And then once that's all ready to go and I've actually put the images into the blog post and have everything ready to go, I'll hit publish and then it's time to share the post on social media, including Pinterest. So as soon as I hit publish on the blog post, I will schedule out, um, you know, I usually make eight or 10 different pin graphics for every, every blog post. So I'll schedule out my eight to 10 pins. I'll also add it to other social scheduling tools, which I'll mention later. And I, I try to do all of that at one time because it's fresh in my mind. You know, I'm looking at the blog post. I can easily copy and paste from different kind of excerpts and quotes and, and interesting points from the blog post and put those in all of my so scheduled social posts. So usually for each blog post, you know, I might schedule five different versions of it for Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or something like that. So I don't just share it once. Um, and by batching it and scheduling them all out, it really enables me to do that. And then the final step, of course, is emailing my list about my great new blog post. And if you're batching things out and doing them in advance, um, you can also batch out your emails. So I don't do this as often for blog posts because, you know, they get kind of published one at a time. But for my Wear, Wag, Repeat Society and for my podcast, it's really easy for me to batch out the emails because I know pretty far in advance what's going to be coming up and what I'm going to want to tell people about. So in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society, the second Wednesday of every month, we have co-working. And the fourth Wednesday of every month, we have a live Q&A. So I know that every single month, I'm going to want to email my members on those days with the Zoom link to tune into those things. So I could schedule that months in advance if I wanted to. So I hope that that, guy, that helps you guys. Now, let's talk about 
reels. So that's kind of the process for a blog post. Your your mind is probably melting. <laughs> I know mine is just thinking about it. But let's talk about reels. Um, this is a big topic of conversation for everyone right now. I'm actually really excited because this Thursday, tomorrow, I have a phone call with someone from Instagram. I was invited to do a one-on-one phone call with someone from their team to talk about Reels uh, and give me some of their best tips and I can ask questions on how to get the most out of Reels. So I'm really excited to share that with everyone. I'm going to talk about it on my Dog Mom Friday Night Live this Friday around 7 p.m. I'll be live on my Team Mystic account and I'll talk about what I learned in that call about Reels. But Before I do that call, um, here's kind of my process of how I do content batching with Reels. Um, And this is a little bit different than the blogging because for me with Reels, the research and concept development happen at the same time. So I can't break it down into as many specific tasks because some of them just kind of have to happen together. So for me, I break this down into four different steps that I can batch. So one is watching other reels to get good ideas and finding good sounds and then thinking of my unique spin on it, what actions I would do or what text would be on the screen I use my notes app in my phone to make a note of the sound title. So I'll I'll save the sound to my saved sounds, and then I'll go in my notes app on my phone and I'll write the actual name of that sound because some of them have some pretty wonky, crazy names, and it's you can't really tell by the name what they are sometimes. So I'll make a note of the name of the sound or the song, and then I'll write next to it, my idea for the concept um, and what actions I would do or what text I would put over it to kind of make it my own. Then once I have like six of those ideas, I will film all of the reels at once and save them as drafts in my phone. And as I'm doing this, I usually will take three, I'll do three or four different takes uh, of each real concept to kind of get the best footage. I usually for reels will film it right in the reels app or right in the Instagram app in the reels section. Um, for TikTok, I, I might do the same thing, just film it right in TikTok. Um, for other things um, that require more editing, I might film it just in my camera on my phone. So I'll kind of know, know what I need to do, but I'll do all the filming at once. Then usually later that night, I'll go back and I'll pick out my best take. So I do all the filming at once. I don't even really look at it. (laughs) I mean, I look at it to make sure I got what I wanted, um, but I really don't do the editing right then. So I do all the filming at once. Then later on, I'll go back and I'll pick out my best take of each one. I'll add in the text overlays and the captions that I've already made note of in my notes app. So I'll I'll make sure that the text is all timed how I want it, um, anything else I have to do in terms of editing, and then I'll write out my caption and I'll save it as a draft again. And then I let those drafts sit there. Um, and some people have told me that their Instagram app has crashed or their their reels drafts have disappeared. So it is a good idea to to save them to your phone. Um, the Reels app, 
the Reels area of the Instagram app is really not the greatest for that, um, you know, and the, and the quality can get really bad if you're just doing like a, a screen grab video. So, you know, in that case, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to ask them on, in, maybe I'll ask Instagram about that, how to kind of um, keep the best quality, but also save a hard copy to your phone. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but all that aside, I will then publish one reel at a time. And um, when I publish it, I sh- also share it to my story and I interact on the hashtags and do all of that other kind of engagement stuff that I do on every post. So that's kind of how I break down my reels into content batching. So I hope that's helpful to everyone who was wondering. Now, I have a few tips to make content batching and the whole process a little bit more smooth. So first of all, I have three tips for you. Um, The first tip is to repeat this mantra that I say to myself every day. (laughs) And it is, I have plenty of time for all the things I have to do today. I say that to myself all the time because uh, like many of you, I'm sure I get a little bit of anxiety. I can get myself a little worked up and I start to stress that I haven't done all the things I have to do because I do a lot of things. (laughs) So I always just repeat this to myself, take a few deep breaths and say, I have plenty of time for all the things I have to do today. It really helps. I swear. Try it. (laughs) Number two is to put time blocks on your schedule so that you know what days you should do each set of steps. Um, Maybe you're a list person. You want to have some kind of a list where you can check things off. I've got a big whiteboard in my office that I'm staring at right now, and I love to keep track of things on there. But I also really, really rely on my calendar and my phone either Google Calendar or iCal, and I, I put as much in there as I, as I possibly can to help me with batching content. And then number three is that when you're doing batching work, you want to do enough to last you a week or a month or six months. It kind of depends on, on what it is. With Reels, maybe you want to do a week or two in advance. With blog posts, you might be able to do a month or, or, or three months or or even a year, depending on how much you're blogging. Um, So it kind of depends on on the different tasks, how far in advance you can schedule it out. Um, For my podcast, I usually, like right now, new episodes that I'm recording with guests will come out in late July, early August. Uh, And I just was kind of doing the math on when my 200th episode will be coming out. This is number 169. So um, that was that was kind of exciting. I love to kind of look ahead like that. And that that makes the whole content batching process more fun and, and, and rewarding in that way. Now, one other piece of advice I want to share is that make sure that one of the steps one of the, the step categories, if you will, is open brainstorming or scrolling time. I just, I get so many great ideas by scrolling through social media, scrolling through other blogs, and also scrolling through my screenshots on my phone. You know, your phone has a whole folder of just your screenshots. And I will tell you, I go in there from time to time and I'm like, oh my God, there are a million brilliant ideas in here. 
<laughs> you know, I save them for a reason, but then I forget about them. So scroll through your screenshots and kind of see what your ideas were. You cut, you had a great idea at one point in time. So just kind of refresh your own memory by doing that and, and make sure that that kind of like open brainstorming, open creative time is part of your process because it's really essential part to um, your content creation process. Now, I promised that I would I would share with you some tools that I use for content batching. There are quite a few, but I'm just going to tell you a few of my favorites. So number one, for keyword research, I really like Key Search. Um, it's what I recommend to people in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society. It's not expensive. I think it's less than $15 a month, and it's really worth it if you're a blogger or a business owner. I also love a free tool called Answer the Public. That can really help you brainstorm questions and topics and and what people want to know about. And then for writing really good headlines, I use another free tool from CoSchedule. They have a free headline analyzer tool. And I'll put links to all of these things in the show notes as well. Um, So don't forget to check that out. um, And make sure you're on my email list because that's a really easy way to find the show notes, of course. Um, But the CoSchedule headline analyzer is a great tool to batch out all of my headlines kind of at one time in one chunk of time. I also really love Trello. I use it for all kinds of things, but I keep track of a lot of content ideas in there. And I also use it to keep track of my most used affiliate links. So it's really, really handy for that. For video editing, I love the app called Splice. And then for social media scheduling, I use three main different apps and programs. I use Tailwind for scheduling my pins. I use Planoly for scheduling out my Instagram posts, and then I use something called Meet Edgar to schedule out my posts for Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Now, I know that this is a lot of information to process, but I want to leave you with a question, and that is, what could you be batching in your business? Maybe it's content creation or manufacturing a product that you sell, onboarding clients or event setup or event teardown. <laughs> Will you come and find me, please, in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group or come find me on Instagram at Wear, Wag, Repeat and tell me what you're going to be working on in batches now? Because I promise you, this is going to save you so much time and I hope that this answered everyone's questions. A big thank you again to Kareen and Jen for providing the jumping off point and inspiration for this episode. Thank you very much. I hope that this answers your questions, that it helps you with batching your content creation. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.